Good morning, everybody. Folks. Welcome back to Enough, the only podcast where you can hear a couple guys talk about movies and TV. With your hosts, the Turkey Boys, Ryan Ankner and Scott Sweeney. Hello. What's happening, Hoops? We're back. Welcome to episode 54 of the Enough Saga. Dedicated to the movie 54, one of your favorites, I think. It is, yes. actually. <laughs> Mike Myers plays that lean creep. Classic. Yeah, I, uh, I enjoy that movie, unironically. And Ryan Philippi <laughs> threw his wife down the stairs. So that's how you know it's a classic. <laughs> one and two. We thought we'd start off this week with a little Oscars talk. The Oscars was a couple mm. days ago. Hollywood's biggest night. Were you pleased? <laughs> I mean, here like and there jokes was. aside, like not trying to be, you know, cute or funny. Like, did you think they were correct about a lot of things? Well, they got Best Picture right, which almost never happens. Disagree. Oh, what? That it never. Once happens? upon a time, should have won. What do Ooh, you think? That's fair. The. Uh... What do you think about the fact that it won? If you don't know, folks, Parasite, Bong Joon-ho, Parasite, which we've talked about ad nauseum, especially in episode 39, oh. won Best Picture and Best Foreign Language Film, which to me, and a client of mine, Tina, pointed this out as well, that why would it be able to win both? It sort of slams the door in the face of a lot of other movies. Like, yeah. in my opinion, it should have... If it was going to win Best Picture, give Best Foreign Language Film to Pain and Glory, or I can't think of the names of the others, but whatever, or vice versa. Give Parasite Best Foreign Language, and then give what I think what they would have given. We said Best Picture was going to be 1917. Mm. But it's that weird thing where it's like, yeah, because it's nominated for Best Picture, in addition to Best Foreign Language, it's like a given that it's going to win Best Foreign Language. I know what you're saying. It's weird. Mm-hmm. There's also a thing where only one movie per country is allowed, and a lot of people think that's a stupid rule because it just, you know, no. what if, what if there's like a bunch of great French movies? Only one can uh, be up for the prize. It's kind of silly. I would just give the Oscar to La Moustache every <laughs> year over and over again for France. Masterpiece. But yeah, the... I watched the Oscars in, like, the dumbest way possible. I watched most of the red carpet, which I don't recommend, folks. <laughs> Big snooze. And, and then you tapped out during the important stuff. Well, no, I fell asleep, like, right <clears throat> right when it started getting good. <clears throat> Excuse me, folks. <clears throat> yeah, I, uh, I watched with Lucy and my dad down in Florida. We were on vacation, and we tuned in for, like, an hour of the red carpet, which sucked. Mm. It just, like, Billy Porter, like, oh, yeah. look at me, blah, 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 I'm wearing a dress. How did he get the gig as, like, the professional... It's, like, woke 2020, they got dress wearer. squeeze everybody into everything, right? It's just, I can't stand that fucking guy. Spike Lee was there, wearing a purple suit, looking like... With a Kobe were... Bryant, yeah. like, number on it, and just... Looking like he works at the Grand Budapest Hotel or something. He looked very silly. Yeah, I, uh... All the stars were out, folks. Irishman yeah. was completely snubbed as I had hoped for. Yes. And you made a good point, I think, also about Ooh. how um, they're not in the absence of a host, it creates room for a lot of musical numbers. Yes. Too many. 
Like, they did that Frozen song and brought out a singer from, like... Yeah, with the wickedly talented Adele yeah. Dazeem and... It's like, are we going to do a uh, singer from every country? That went on for, like, ten actual minutes. wickedly talented one and only Adele Dazeem. But yeah, they did No Host again, which Chris Rock and Steve Martin started the show with like an opening bit, and they were kind of a fun duo. They should have just had them host. I guess, yeah. And I hope Steve Martin's in the new Saw movie. I hope he's starting the cameo. Jeff uh, Bezos at the Oscars, that made me laugh. Yep. Richest guy on earth. So like... They're like, yeah, he owns Amazon, and Amazon makes stuff now, so I guess he's involved. Well, Amazon Studios. Yeah, but I'm sure he's not like... He probably has nothing to do with any of that, yeah. Yeah. He probably just signs off in like a general... Joey made the joke, or somebody made the joke about how Jeff Bezos bought himself a better Oscars seat. Or Mm -hmm. he's opened up a film division of Amazon just to get a better seat at the Oscars or something like that. Yeah. And it's kind of true. Shia LaBeouf was there presenting with his uh, Peanut Butter Falcon sidecar. That was very charming. Yeah, I liked that. People were saying that like... He was making fun of him, and like it was just like it's like how yeah, shut like, up. Like, he's probably a, that kid's best friend. He is. They, there's like a whole story where yeah. like Chaya says he like changed my life, and yeah, like they're buddies. He brought him to the Oscars and presented an award with him. Like, what is the the downside? Let's take a stand. People make such a kudja out of anything. They really do. But uh, Brad Pitt had a good speech when he won Best Actor, which was like a, a foregone conclusion. Yeah, we knew that was going to happen. That and Laura Dern, those were both locks. Yeah. He had some great speeches. <clears throat> Whoever wrote all his stuff this Definitely somebody, yeah. This season did some good work. He's not funny like that, or is he? I don't know. He ended his speech with like, Once upon a time in Hollywood, ain't that the truth? After giving like a whole thing about his career, I was like, ooh, that was, that was well done. Yeah, that was pretty cool, Brad. He's the coolest guy on the planet. Yes. Um, and yeah, not a lot of movie montages. Like, too much singing. It's like, give me some of those, you know, a nice... You needed the movie montage. I love those. And they do like <clears throat> a decades encompassing, you know, shots from all the cool movies and then with a dope song behind it. I don't think they did that once. Yeah, I like those. Except for the obits, the in memoriams, <laughs> which featuring is, uh, the song stylings of Billie Eilish singing yes. like somewhere over the rainbow or some other depressing lullaby, and yes. I'm getting I like her album and everything, but I'm sort of getting tired of her with her like long, you know she her just sitting in the crowd with her stupid tent of an outfit hmm. and her magenta yellow green hair Hi. with her dumb four inch fingernails just making like stupid faces about all the people coming up and it's like at one point like during Eminem's performance which Mm. we'll talk about Eminem comes out and does Lose Yourself which he won an Oscar for 15 years ago and she's making faces it's like this guy literally created a genre of music and like paved the way for hip hop artists everywhere and has sold like a hundred times more albums than you over the course of three decades. In her defense, I think she was making a face at the fact that they were putting her on the big screen and, like, cutting to her. I think that's Mm. what that face was. You don't think that was just her judging Eminem or something? Like, he's... I don't think so, no. I don't know. I guess it was a sensitive area for me because we grew up with him and... I just like these, like, and we sound old saying it, but just like these new, like, young, hip millennials, like, just making tunes. It just, it makes me fucking sick. Yeah. I've had enough. It was ridiculous that he was there performing Lose Yourself, which I think did win the Oscar for Best Original Song, but still. In like, oh, uh, what, five, oh, three, oh, four? 
I think O two. Uh, you're right. Yeah. It was O two. Shit. Eight Mile. Well, we're. He's there performing that song. Eighteen years late, Mile. <laughs> Big pause on that. It's yeah, a struggle to remember. <laughs> it's a it's a good song, and he's great. Mm. And like I remember when this song came. I remember when I saw Eight Mile with Codpiece, and I. And we, it was like the theater was sold out and like there were too many people in there. So somehow there were no seats left. Mm. And it was one of those, like I was 19 years old or whatever, or 18 years old. So we stayed and I sat in the fucking aisle. And I remember I'd snuck Ooh. three beers in with me and mm. I drank the beers in the aisle of the movie theater at Hanover Patriot Cinema. That's pretty cool of you to drink. <laughs> you glugging beers Might be the least cool thing I've ever said out loud, actually. <laughs> And yeah, like, this is a good song, and I enjoyed watching him perform it, but I was just like, why? Why is this happening? It was a little confusing. I wonder how much they paid him. Yeah. And the thing with the in-memoriams, it's the same thing every year. There's always a controversy because they forget some people. Luke Perry got snubbed. Yeah. I know that. That was the big one. And, um... Can't they just hire someone that to... That young kid, the kid who had a seizure. Like, just hire someone to put the work in and get everyone in the list. Like, how difficult is it to just, you know, get a, a thorough list of all the famous people that died in the year and get them in the montage? They always forget, like, biggies. It's ridiculous. Well, they said it was on the, the – their whole thing was they had to decide based on they, – they were their Oscars had a whole spin on it. They were saying, like, well, we get bombarded with lots of requests for people who've been in the industry who've passed away who want to be in the montage. Their family members reach out to us. Oh, and we don't necessarily have... They said they, it was a time constraint. But it's like Luke Perry was bigger than a lot of the other celebrities in there. Yeah. So to me, that seemed a little odd. And then that kid from... And also, he was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is a movie that was up for a bunch of awards. It was his last movie, yeah. Slide him in there. You got your, you know, your shot for the in-memoriam reel already from that movie. You're telling me, man! But yeah, there were some weird winners, like Jojo Rabbit won Best oh. Original Screenplay, which was a big old could ya, if you ask me. Yeah, Taika Watiti or whatever the fuck his name is, like his stupid poofy hair. Yeah, he's a bit much. That guy sucks. I haven't even seen that movie yet, but I feel I won't. like I'm going to hate it. Some movie with some sidecar with Hitler as his imaginary friend, it's the stupidest concept I've ever heard. Are we like trying to make light of Hitler, or is it some sort of yeah. a, a woke modern day PSA they're doing like the life is beautiful thing like we're getting laughs out of this you know the most unfunny subject matter ever the holocaust yeah. whoa I'm out yes and Bong Joon-ho won you know everything basically for Parasite best screenplay best director there's a funny picture online of him making his Oscar statue yeah. kiss which I can't believe I never saw anyone do that before someone who won two Oscars it's just like a no-brainer. Him saying, like, I will drink until next morning. I'm doing a racist Asian accent now, but... I, what did you think about him speaking Korean to accept his awards? I don't think he had a choice there. <laughs> which You don't think he's fluent in English? I don't think he is, which is odd, because he's directed movies in English. I was going to say Okja, the entire movie's in English. Yeah, which... I guess he has an understanding, but can't speak it fluently. I don't know. All right, if he did, for me, I thought it was kind of like a power move of being like, this is like a shout out to Korea or something. Maybe and it I is guess, that. You know, like I don't know, because he seems like a really brilliant guy, mm. 
And, you know, I, I guess I just assume that we're the only ugly ones who can't speak their language and that, like, they should. And now I'm like, you should speak our language. Get, get out. Yeah. <laughs> your dibs. You're on my soil yeah. speaking that? I don't know. I just. How dare you? Yeah, I, I thought that uh, they gave Bong a little bit too much of a spotlight. Mm. Like, it's just like, did he really need. I, I don't know. Bong hit. I loved Parasite, but. That's great. And uh, this guy, Payman Benz, on Twitter had a great Whom? comment. Just some, like, okay. comedian guy. But uh, the tweet said, uh, I've said it before, I'll say it again. The Oscars need a category for best comedy. If there's a chance at an award, studios will put effort into making good original comedies again. And I don't think I've ever agreed with something more in my life. This is a great idea, and they should actually do it. Yeah, why? Well, one more award. What difference does it make? Yeah. Best comedy. That's smart, yeah. Yeah. And then best kiss and best fight and just work in all the, uh, you know, the fun awards and we'll, it, we'll get into it. Yeah. No, but I, seriously, the best comedy would be good because, they're, like we said last week, we put comedies in, I guess that was me, but comedies into the obits because there hasn't been anything funny. And we've spoken with a few listeners about it and nobody can even come up with yeah. more than one or two comedies they've enjoyed in the past decade. Yeah. Which is really sad for people who like to have a laugh. You have a laugh. Um, what did you think of Joaquin Phoenix's speech? Or did you miss mm. it because you were asleep? I watched it the next day, and I thought it was rambling and ridiculous. And incoherent and silly. Yes. That's, there's one quote that he said. What was it? That his run to the hills and my dead brother will follow or something like that. He should have just like Joker cackled through the whole thing. That would have been fun. Artsy. And then this is saying the speech that broke the internet. And that yeah, sucks. And yeah, it's just like, yeah, you were good in the movie. You won the whole deal. It's like, why are you talking about, like, milking cows and stuff? He did a whole thing about dairy that was just, like, so specific and odd. But, I mean, hey, I guess he's Should I play a little bit of his speech and then we'll shut up when we get annoyed? Mm, sure. All right. God, I'm, I'm annoyed. And I do not feel elevated above any of my he's, fellow nominees he's or such anyone a tortured artist. because we share the, the same love, the, the love of film. I thought it was okay at this, this point. Of expression has Look at Antonio Banderas' puzzled face. <laughs> Jonathan Price well, just like, yeah, all right, right uh-huh. Like, Adam too, Driver's doing like a... The biggest hmm. gift that it's given me and many of us in this room is the opportunity to use our voice for the voiceless Huh? I've been thinking a lot about some of the distressing issues that we oh, are facing okay. collectively. <laughs> and I think at times... I feel like this goes on for Oh, it's another three minutes. Yeah. I can't stand him. Like, I, I guess a few of his movies are alright, and like, I just, I can't fucking stand him. Yeah, I love all, most of the movies he's in. Him as a person is kind of a bit much. He stinks. He's... Seems exhausted. The whole thing about cows. Yeah. And it's just like, Lucy made the point of like, you got to be pretty entitled and, you know, to think that everybody has access to a fully, you know, organic vegan diet like he was pitching in the speech. Yeah. Of like, oh yeah, we're just going to stop. There are families who take their kids to McDonald's for food because they can't mm. afford anything else. And he's just like been in Hollywood his entire life. 
That's a good point. Has no concept of what it's like to to struggle, and I'm not saying that I do, but I I'm I'm not entitled to the point of like going up on stage in front of you know yeah. the entire Hollywood community and then you know however many million people watched. Yeah, it is stupid when you break it down. He's up there like yes. Thank you. I know I'm the best actor in the world. And could you do me a favor and just stop drinking milk for me? <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I, I'd really like it if you watched the sequel that we're cooking up for Joker. Yeah. And by the way, no cheese during the movie. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh my goodness. Yeah, he stinks, and I don't like him. Yeah. And Renee Zellweger, one for Judy, like everyone. Who the fuck is Renee Zellweger? And like you said a few weeks ago, Adam Sandler, he snubbed. Big snub. We should have rewarded him. Now he'll never make a real movie ever again. And me with this. it's a goddamn tragedy. But that's the Oscars. That's enough. That's enough of that. On the Oscars, let's talk regular news. Yes. What do you got? I mean, Birds of Prey, which we saw Oof. and reviewed on last week's program, if you missed it. It, is... uh, quote-unquote, failed to gain altitude. Yes. <laughs> Those birds are not soaring. It actually, it's performing so below expectations that they retitled it. They think that's going to, like, turn the tide. Oh. And they're changing the name to Harley Quinn, colon, Birds of Prey. Where it's like, I think people get that Harley Quinn was in this movie. I don't think that was the issue. <laughs> mm. Although maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It just seemed ridiculous. And it underperformed, but it was still like the number one movie in America. It just cost so much to make, they expected it to do like Avengers numbers. They also didn't put it out against anything either. Mm. Or nobody else put anything out. They probably thought maybe it would do really well. Yeah. But I thought that was silly. Like they had to roll out new posters and get like all the theaters everywhere to change it and like change TV spots like the whole deal. It's like this is. I a like waste. that we saw the original title. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's cool of us. We saw it before they fucked it up, man. I mean, this is big news for you, Ray Donovan. Which fans might remember we were putting him in the goddamn obits last week. He was dead. They canceled oh, awesome. him. And now they're saying. <laughs> I couldn't be happier. They're raising him from the dead for some sort of maybe another season, maybe a can't wait a movie. They're being vague. Let's hope about it's it. both. I hope yeah. they do season eight and then a widely released film. So your boy. Well, it's I, another good news is I watched the Power uh, series finale and they're rolling out four like I don't know what do they what do you call them like prequels or not. Yeah, like, no, and I saw they're calling it. What's like, the word after prequel? Sequel, but not that. It's not because they're not sequels. They're like a sidequel. I guess, yeah. In, but yeah, like I saw an ad for the thing you're talking about, and they're billing it as like Power colon or no, the book of yeah, it's yeah. called Ghost, the book of power. The, the book off, of Ghost, yeah, that's what it is. The ripping off Saw. Saw is the book. It. I love it. <laughs> and then this all my shows are coming back and I all my shows that I thought were gone like what next are they going to dig up uh the sopranos and actually yeah they are they're making a fucking movie but you know <laughs> yes. James Gandolfini being dead kind of gets in the way of that but what the fuck how fucking dare you yeah i'm psyched but i also saw Rick Moranis is set to return to movies after an almost 30-year absence what brought him back to star in the new Honey I Shrunk the Kids movie I mean, oh. this is my Star Wars. This is big news for me. 
People might remember he famously quit the business at the peak of his fame to raise his kids after his wife, wife passed, passed away. away yeah. Because he has a goddamn heart of gold. What a legend. And Wayne Zielinski's back. This new movie's called Just Shrunk, I guess. Co-starring Josh Gad, presumably as his son. And I love that first movie, and I think it's aged very well. I watched it like a year ago, and mm. it holds up. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Give it a rewatch if it's been a while, folks. And also, I think a new one is a legit good idea. Like, effects-wise, I think they have the CGI to make a cool, like... You know, shrunken world movie. I mean, I'm you know I'm not quite as excited about the about it as you, but I'm curious as to what brought him back. Like his kids are all grown up now, and he's just bored or that, without and, dough. They probably offered him a big old juicy payday that he just couldn't resist. I'm imagining. Yeah, I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't. Um, what do you think about this new A24 movie, The Green Knight? You sent me the trailer. I thought it looked cool. Yeah, it looks awesome. It's from uh, David Lowry. What did he do again? I didn't recognize that name. He did A Ghost Story, which I like oh, a lot. Oh, interesting. And he did a bunch. He did some other stuff that I can't really remember. He's kind of all over the place. Mm. I can't uh, I can't think of his other stuff. But yeah, that looks good. Dev Patel, the Slumdog Millionaire guy, is back. Still never seen Slumdog, believe it or not. It's a good movie. That's what they tell me. But, uh, and I saw another preview with him in it. It's weird, like, he, I hadn't seen him in anything in years. All of a sudden he's like, I'm back with two, two hot features. And, let's see. I saw a scandalous piece of news Ooh. that, uh, it's been revealed that Papa John <laughs> was lying when he said he ate 40 pizzas in 30 days. <laughs> Papa John Shatter? Yes. Is it Shatter? I think it's Schnatter. Schnatter. Yeah. Which, this shocked me to my core. I believed him when he said... What next? Are we going to say like he's a racist <laughs> or something? Yeah. <laughs> my goodness. Nothing better. This is I all... love all the Papa stuff. Him oh, yeah. all over Instagram looking like an idiot. This is all fodder for the inevitable Papa John biopic. Who did you say you wanted to star as Papa again? Miles Teller. <laughs> I think he's going to win an Oscar. <laughs> Because they both have, like, kind of a round face. Is yeah. that... Okay. I can just see it. I can... I kind of can, too. Like, a young yeah, like papa. Curl his hair, put him in a red Who's shirt. Who's older papa? Mm, or do we just maybe. age Miles Teller? Yeah, we'll age it so he gets the Oscar. So I it's agree. all him. I yeah. think we age him. Yeah. I like it. We'll give him muggy, like, J. Edgar style <laughs> aging. My teeth are dry. <sighs> Um, Enrique Iglesias and his wife Anna Kornikova are pregnant with their second child. What a mitzvah. <laughs> and actually, the, the real story is that it's rumored that Enrique has a small penis. Oh! I don't know if you've heard that. My goodness. That's shocking, scandalous news right there. Enrique. He's been married to Anna Kornikova for a while. They're hanging in. Mm, good for them. They're a fun, spicy couple. He has so many... Trying to even find a song of his that I'd heard of was so hard because he has so many Hispanic releases. Mm. He's big internationally. We were listening to one featuring Pitbull before we started the show. It was, uh, it was a hot one. This one has Sean Paul in it, I think, who is basically the same thing. Yeah, it's going to... Is he still around, Sean Paul? I think so. He was big like when I was in college, so there's no way that 
I feel like I, Pit- I don't know. Pitbull might have just like usurped him entirely. Right. Like there can only be one yeah. spicy bald Hispanic man. Aha. Um speaking of that noise, what do you think of the Aladdin sequel? <laughs> I'm sick of Live it. action right. Will Smith Aladdin is roaring back into theaters just for you, Scotty boy. You know, I thought Disney was going to stop with the live-action remakes at some point. Once ne- they... They'll never ever... Well, when they're done with all the movies, and then they'll make more animated movies and then remake them again. Yeah. But yeah, they're making a sequel to the Will Smith Aladdin movie. Will Smith is never going to get his career back on track, is he? It's just never going to happen. Did you know he turned down um, Django Unchained? Yes. Famously. I didn't until recently. Mm. And it's like, the funny part is, is that, well, although Bad Boys did well. Yeah. No? But just like career-wise, that would have been a home run for him to be if in If he'd done movie. Django, it probably would have changed the trajectory yeah. of his career. Like, I think as a result of Django, Jamie Foxx got like a decade of decent work. Yeah. Like Absolutely. Baby Driver and, yeah. Um, I don't know, I can't remember any other examples, but I, I think that they're probably on the same level star wise mm. when in reality Will Smith was way higher at one point. Haha. Oh yeah, he was the yeah. He Jamie was... Foxx is nothing compared to Will Smith in my eyes. I don't know about the fans. Um while we're on the subject, uh John Depp submitted eighty seven surveillance videos of Amber Heard, his ex wife, hitting him. Oh. And like Saying, like, they'll never believe you when I tell that you were abusing me and all this stuff. And Are they going to edit all the clips into, like, a nice movie starring them? I'd like to see it. The fans can enjoy? I guess mm. she's kind of a lunatic. And, like, I'd love to ask friend of the show, Elon, enemy of the show, I should say, Elon Musk about how her behavior. Because it's like, mm. you want to hear the second opinion. Yeah. But the, it's just, it's funny because everybody was just... You know, not that he's been... John Depp's been pretty much canceled, if you think about it. He got pulled off that Pirates movie. That would have been, what, like $100 million? I don't think he got pulled off one. I think... They just didn't make it. Yeah. Or there was something he was going to make that they he, put he, the kibosh on. It cost him a lot of money. Because yeah. had, he had a couple of turkeys... And then the whole Couple. thing, <laughs> we had a dozen turkeys, and then the whole thing with Amber Heard happened, and it was he was just gone. Yeah. Just John Depp effectively out of the business. And now this is a tough thing to comment on, because who knows what really happened. But now people are trying to get Amber Heard canceled. They're trying to get her fired from Aquaman 2. I saw that. So That's like a big Twitter uproar of yeah. getting rid of Amber Heard, which I think is so funny. This is what people do all day. They sit on Twitter and try to get people, quote-unquote, canceled through, like, hashtags and strongly worded tweets it's wild and i also saw emilio estevez is returning to the role of gordon bombay for the disney plus mighty ducks which we joked about and it's actually happening i love when that happens we made this happen and it seems like a no-brainer for him i can't remember the last time i saw estevez in anything at all no and no it's weird. Like, all you need is one good role in your career. And if you wait long enough, they'll pay you a fortune to reprise that role in some sort of a reboot or oh, yeah. remake or sequel. I'm sure, you know, he's probably getting a uh, fucking Rick Moranis level paycheck to just show up as Gordon Bombay and, and say ducks fly together twice <laughs> and then just ride off into the sunset on his skates. 
Are I mean, they bringing back it. any of the rest <laughs> of the cast? No. Or it's funny that of all those so. people, Keenan Thompson is doing the best. That is funny and insane, actually. Joshua Jackson, I guess, had the yeah. affair. And I've said in the past, bring back Joshua Jackson as, as the coach, right. and then Emilio as the skate sharpening. Yes, Hans. He remembers. I remember your whole breakdown. I mean, that's better than whatever this show's actually going to be. <laughs> yes, they've got the mother from Gilmore Girls playing like oh. they presented her as like the lead because she's the mother of a kid who gets fired from the. Ducks. What is she, that's not know. Annabeth Gish, is it? What's her name again? It's going to kill me. I got to look it up. Lauren Graham. There it is. I knew you'd get it. Gilmore yeah, that. Um, I don't like Gil- Gilmore Girls either. How about that? No, I never liked that show. Although that's a lot of people's guilty pleasure. Yeah, I don't get that. Because they're like the fat. dialogue is like Aaron Sorkin wrote it only, you know, yeah. as from the perspective of a female. And also, they showed a quick little camera test of uh, Robert Pattinson in costume. I as saw that. The Batman. Did you get a little hyped up? Yeah, it looked cool. Mm. I mean. It's weird, like, every couple of years they, like, roll out a new Batman in a slightly different costume, and I'm just like, whoa. It's still cool every time. Yeah, it actually is, even though it's ridiculous and silly. And he looks right in the costume. Agreed. In the pics, I was just like, yep, yeah, this works. He is super talented, too, so yeah. I'm really looking forward to what they do with it. Yeah, I can't wait to see Bruce Wayne's parents get shot on screen for, like, the ninth time. <laughs> That'll really hit the spot. I think they're going to nail it this time. And also, there was a trailer for the new Wes Anderson vehicle, the French Dispatch. Did you get oh, a look at this? Uh, yeah, I, well, I, watched, I didn't watch the trailer, actually. I just looked Ooh. at all the artwork and the... the and is it a good trailer? You get the gist, just looking at pictures. Like, I didn't really need to see it in motion to <laughs> know what we're getting at. Unmistakably a Wes Anderson movie, even through images. I gotta be honest, I don't have high hopes for it. Ooh. I really don't. I really love his earlier stuff, and I hate being that guy, but like... That's fair. Bottle Rocket, Royal Tenenbaums, mm. Rushmore. That's it for me. I like Life Aquatic to a lesser extent... And I think Grand Budapest Hotel is, like, one of his it's best. It's good. Grand Budapest, Budapest is cool. But, yeah, I really didn't like Isle of Dogs, his last one. And this one, actually, when you watch the trailer, it kind of gave me, like, Isle of Dogs vibes, yeah. which I didn't love. But, I, I mean, yeah. I'm going to hope for the best. I didn't like um, Moonrise Kingdom either, and I know a lot of people did. I liked that, didn't love it, like I do as others. But, yeah, like, I people... Like it, I like it. People say he's like a parody of himself because it's, yeah. you know, uh, he just has his own style. I like that he has his own style. Most movies look boring, ridiculous. His are uh, very colorful and exciting. But yeah, the trailer wasn't great. And this guy on Twitter had such a great bit. He, he wrote, uh, I just realized that Wes Anderson makes white exploitation movies. This <laughs> is just like, mwah. That's a perfect comment, and just couldn't make more sense. The, uh... What's going on up there? What the fuck? Oh, weird sex. What? No. Yeah, I, uh... I was at the relatively new Encore Casino the other day, because I was oh. in the area for work, and I just popped in and, uh... Were you there to regulate the, uh... The amount of blueberries in the muffins? Yes. An equal amount of blueberries in each muffin. In. I regulated the blueberries, and then me and Danny Ocean uh, took down the 
fucking Bellagio ball. How'd that go? I heard you won ten thousand dollars. Is that true? <laughs> I actually lost four dollars. Oh man. And was sick over it, even though it was only four dollars. <laughs> but yeah, it got me thinking about uh casino movies. Like you mentioned Casino itself mm. and the Oceans movies, Swingers, good casino movie. Leave. The, the I have cooler. no drops from like any of these. Yeah. That, that casino drop is like uh, the only thing I've got. I think I might have like a you're good bringing heat on you or like some Pesci line in here somewhere. I can't find it. Folks, what's the best casino movie? Email well, in. I think it's Casino, but yeah. I think that's Martin Scorsese's best movie too. And everybody thinks everybody yeah, says ooh. that I'm saying that just to be different. That I genuinely like it better than Goodfellas. I really do. I know what you're saying. When someone's like, you know what? I like Casino better than Goodfellas. Everyone's like, oh, looky, look at this yeah, guy. Yeah, everyone thinks that I'm being that guy, and I don't yeah. think that's a thing. I think that they're equal movies pretty much, and it's like Casino does it. I like the way Casino looks yeah. a little bit better. They're different it's movies. It's newer. It's possible it's, to like. I like yeah. a bright movie. Hmm. I'm not a big fan of super dark films that you can't really see that well. Goodfellas okay. can be kind of dark at times. Hmm. I don't know. I just like I like the like West Coast feel of Casino. I thought it was the storyline was cool. Mm. I think that both Pesci and De Niro are better in Casino than they are in Goodfellas. Missing out on Ray Liotta is tough, but I think that the De Niro role—it's not that tough. But but yes, (laughs) the De Niro role in Casino is so good that it it just just makes that movie better. That's a dumb way of putting it, I guess, but that's just what I think. I will agree with that. He's amazing, Casino, and that character is like hilarious on several yeah. levels. In Goodfellas, he's just kind of like the mob guy. And Sharon Stone know. winning an Oscar doesn't hurt either in terms of Lorraine Bracco's role in Goodfellas is forgettable. And I enjoyed a really strong... If there's a really strong female Karen. lead, I'm, I'm in. We needed that money. That was all we had, frankly. Why did you do that, Karen? <laughs> Uh, what else? The, uh, I think that's all my news. Yeah. Oh, Jeff Bezos bought a $165 million house. <laughs> You're Bezos heavy tonight. Yeah. I'm, I'm fascinated by Bezos. I love him. I, I mean, think he's great. I'm, a, I'm the biggest Amazon guy you'll ever meet. I get all my groceries. I watch all their programming. Um, I can't get enough of Tin Star. <laughs> I couldn't oh. even say it. <laughs> um, no, nah, I, I just really, I think he's great. I yeah, think he changed the world, and a lot of people have a negative opinion of him, and it cracks me up. Mm. It's just because how can he not? He's the richest guy on earth. Yeah, it's people like, like to hate on that. You gotta hate somebody. Very popular opinion. And it's a very easy person to hate. A lot of people had comments about the hundred sixty-five million dollar house, like that's too much, and da 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 da. And I say, yeah, it's like, what else is should he have been do? a two hundred million dollar house? Oh. Don't listen to him, Jeff. Mm. I'm in on that. I'll take that disc, man, and I'll ram it up your box. Yeah, I had the idea for a segment called Cold Turkey. Mm, I'm listening. But, but I don't know what that could be. I started at the <laughs> nice end. Nice half-baked segment. Yeah. Let's, I'm, I'm in. Let's reverse engineer a segment for now. <laughs> Folks, email in, what should cold turkey be? It sounds like something. Mm. I think. I'm going to write it down. He's in. I'll write it down in my notes for next week, and if we can come up with an idea, we'll run with it. How about that, folks? He's in. Want to get into the obits? I sure do. I don't have one, do you? I do. Folks, this is where we take bits we're tired of seeing in movies and TV and slam dunk them into the grave. The obits. And this one was inspired by the that Stranger Things preview that oh. you sent me earlier. 
where they reveal Hopper is still alive. And it's just like... Ironically enough, I'm putting when they kill off a character and then bring them back from the dead in the obits. That's done. Every franchise does it. Star Wars brought back, like, the stupid Emperor, even though he died in Return of the Jedi. Fast and Furious brings back every person they've ever killed off. Although they can do whatever they want. I was going to say, Fast and the Furious is exempt from all criticism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this doesn't apply to them. But everything else, like, just stop it. It's so hacky. It takes away all the stakes. Like, why get invested in something when you know when they do something big like kill off a character that they can just undo it and bring it back to the status quo I like that it just cheapens everything cheap and then you can never kill them off again because you've already done all that it's so, like double jeopardy for a character it's yeah. stupid yeah, yeah I agree then I like, like that I'm permanently back introduce new characters or how did he, Hopper die was he like sucked into the upside down or something yeah that's yeah. how every season of that show ends with like some sort of vortex swirling in with like an alien. He's like, oh, I gotta put the thing in the thing. Uh. Show's a piece of shit, folks. Yeah. If you're a Stranger Things fan, write, write us an email and explain yourself. How about that? Yeah. If that you can, I'm curious about. If you can't think of a way to continue a story without bringing back characters you've killed off, just don't make it. Except for the Fast Saga. They have carte blanche. Yeah, no, they can do whatever they want. They're totally exempt. They're in. And just a quick uh, TV guys thing, real quick. The show High Maintenance returned for season four. I know you don't love this show, Hank, I was gonna. I wasn't going to say anything. But I think it's a, a fun show. <clears throat> it's about a weed dealer in New York City telling, you know, it's different stories. Weed about stories? Yeah, like he's kind of like the guest star in every episode. Every episode's a standalone about someone he's selling to. Mm. And then he's like the connective tissue and... With all standalone stories, some hit, some miss, but uh, the premiere was really good, and I think the main guy is very funny. He writes and directs most of the episodes. I can't remember his name, but he's a worker. Ben something. Ben Sinclair. He's good. And that is High Maintenance, now on HBO. Ben Sinclair, yeah, and Katie Lynn Scheel. Yes. They're good. Um, Okay. Do you want to talk about your favorite show? I do, actually. Your favorite show in existence right now. Yes. Is ABC's The Bachelor. Big episode, a trip to Peru. I'm really jealous of all the traveling they do on this show. You'd want to go to Peru with a plane full of clams? Yes. <laughs> Kid. Uh, no, thank you. Fogging. I'm Fogging sorry? No, I would, dog. Um, have you ever been to Peru? I have not. Okay. I got very frustrated this episode, though. I wrote down, Peter is such a mo. <laughs> this episode had more him speaking Spanish, which means saying si and, like, delicioso. Yeah, he speaks Spanish like <laughs> I used to speak Spanish to the Hispanic busboys at the club that I worked at in Los Angeles, which <laughs> was just embarrassing and bad. Yeah. Whenever I try to speak Spanish, the Hispanic people laugh at me, and that's what should be happening here. Mm. Um, he's setting up for hometowns, and I don't even remember. Kelsey's going home. Uh, Madison with him, I mean, not Kelsey, being sent home. Kelsey's the blonde who the blonde with the SpongeBob butt who has wine teeth all the time. I was <laughs> yes. upset about the champagne. Exactly. She had a fun little scheme going where she was uh, talking about like, 
I'm worried about Madison's faith. I think it might like hurt their relationship. She's just trying like any angle to like drive a division between. Mm. I mean, she's right. Madison is extremely religious. I saw I saw a meme the other day of like uh, somebody praying or like looking like they were really thinking about something, and it's like Peter trying to think of ways to be more religious so he can talk to Madison or something like that. Mm. Um, they sent home Natasha, who was, I think, the last black girl standing. They always wait. They always let them hang in there for a yeah. few weeks so they don't come across as racist. That actually wowed me when I was like, <laughs> it was so obvious that it was going to happen. But it, they were I mean, lady in the tramping with some onion rings, and mm. it was just like, oh god. Yeah. The uh, I mean, she made it pretty far. I, they do that every time, though. I'd lo- Howard Stern made this point too. He's like, <laughs> I want to see an interracial bachelor, like. I for me it's like I either want to see an interracial couple come right out of it, mm. or I want to see a white guy who comes out and just says, "Ah, uh, okay," and just eliminates <laughs> four black women immediately yeah. like in the first the episode. Crowd, like, yeah, that would be great. Yeah, like just be yourself, man. You don't like black girls, like no problem. Like I'm sure their black girl doesn't like white guys. She's not. I don't know. There's no way to not be woke, is the way I see it. And I think there's a lot of virtue signaling that goes on with shows like this. Where it's like, just pick your type. If your type is a black girl, take the black girl home. Don't be a fucking weirdo about it. Like, yeah, I don't know. Um, like the exa- the example of that happening previously was Peter, the other bachelor named Peter. He was a contestant on The Bachelorette, and he got. I mentioned him before, but he got all the way to the end with Rachel Lindsay, who was a black bachelorette, mm. and that would have been the first interracial couple to ever be created out of this show. And then he was like, "Oh, I'm I'm really just not ready for this." It's like, well, you knew that going into it. You knew that you were doing this just to promote your business. And now it just makes everybody, it just makes the show look even more. Like, when did you realize that this wasn't for you? Do you notice how many times Peter says brutally honest? He's like, I'm just trying to be brutally honest with you. Mm. And it's just like, you know, I hate to break it to you, but I don't think anybody involved with the Bachelor franchise has ever been even a little bit honest. Yeah. Forget about brutally honest, which is sort of a good way to just say I like to offend people. Yeah. <laughs> Can I say something? The, uh, there was another filler scene, like the thing you mentioned last week when there's a boring old guy giving like a quick oh, history lesson. Just they did to, it again. Just yeah, to fill in up Peru. like four minutes of screen time. Oh. Like, ladies, ladies, you need to... Life is about love. A love. It's, it's just you love life. and the kisses and the moon and just some like stupid foreign guy talking about his perception about like what it, <laughs> what it means to be married for seven hundred years. Yeah. It's like, dude, you got married when you know people still thought that being gay was a sin and condoms mm-hmm. didn't exist and people were dead at thirty six. <laughs> like you just happened to outlive all four hundred of your friends. And now it's you get to be I on The have, Bachelor because you're old and charming. It's because I have love in my heart. It's fantastic. Yeah, so the, I, nothing better than the like backwards perception of some stranger on the street in Peru. Like, oh, let's ask this homeless gentleman what he thinks about a good relationship. I was also laughing that brunette babe who's a lawyer who always talks about being a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, they sent her home. Yeah. That was awesome. I hated her. Some One of them was like giving her guff at one point, and she said... I'm a lawyer. Who are you? <laughs> Which was just like... And then she said it again. Yeah. They, like, when it was off camera, she was like, well, I'm a lawyer. And who are all these girls? They're nothing. Yeah. And it's like, I, I said this to Lucy. I was like, I hate to break it to you, honey, but guys don't really give a shit what a woman's job is. <laughs> and like, maybe that's... I'm sure our female audience of three people is getting mad that I say that, but, like, let's be honest. Like, that doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. 
Like, oh, you're a lawyer? Like, huh? Yeah, Lucy could be... Um, like, good for you, but yeah, it's just... A garbage woman, and I'd still love her. Like, couldn't care less. Yeah, like, like, it has nothing to do with my selection process. Exactly. Like, I feel like that would be enticing for babes to be like oh oh my god this guy's a lawyer right but yeah like guys wouldn't be no, like like don't care at all like damn she's a lawyer oh damn bro? she's in tons of debt <laughs> and she's probably a liar and a bitch and loves to argue <laughs> sounds good sign me up damn if anything if a woman's a lawyer that's a that's a no for me like it's yes. like oh you mean she's gonna probably challenge me on every opinion i have ever <laughs> for the rest of time and she has really strong opinions yeah, yeah that sounds like a nightmare the type of person point. that's be like, you know what I was thinking at like eleven fifteen when I'm like trying to go to sleep and I have to be up early the next day. It's like, oh no, what a dream. Here, yeah. take this rose. Here, let's have a text argument. Yeah. Um, Hannah Ann still has a great face. She's she still does. Insane. She was crying a lot of crying. A lot of crying here at the. Uh, and this is, I think, this is what happened last time. Like, I got sick of the show, and then I realized the show's about to end, and it all gets a little easier and then you were more in yeah because like there's only four babes left at this point yeah it's almost I over think. and then we roar right into paradise because the, you guys paradise, can't see it but I'm winking you guys can hear this paradise isn't happening <laughs> I can't go to paradise almost <laughs> paradise <laughs> but yeah like I, he sent home at least two babes in this episode. Maybe I missed one that week when there were two because I felt like a lot happened this episode. And yeah, was, he sent home a few. I don't remember them all either, but the main ones that you knew were going to last are lasting. Hannah Ann and Madison are basically the same person, just Madison mm. is religious. They yes. have like all the same facial features, the same everything. I can't believe Kelsey's still in play. She's Yeah. I, I guess this is as much of a villain as we have, this she's it. Yeah. That must be like a thing like the producers are like, she needs to still be around. Yeah. Or this Look show. at like Luke P hanging in until the very end. Yeah. Was that last you know year what? when we were doing the show? I'm Luke starting P. to think this show isn't being 100% genuine with us. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I don't know. I might have just cracked it. But yes, I also wrote the dramatic music does all the heavy lifting on this show. Oh, it really does. Like 80% of the work. 100%. The rest of it is just boring people looking at each other and like not even saying much of anything. Yeah, the production's (laughs) outstanding. Yeah. (laughs) They really do have a crack team over there. Mm. But, um... Yeah, that's that's that. Yeah, that's all I got on The Bachelor. Let's uh, we're gonna take a little break and yes. we're gonna watch. What are we watching again? The new Come to Daddy, the new Elijah Wood right. vehicle, or something, Daddy. I think it's Come to Daddy. Okay, new uh, Elijah Wood indie vehicle. So we're yes. giving you guys an, a bit of an off the beaten path feature review this week. I also want to we want to talk about the new Netflix Allison Brie movie Horse Girl, which mm. is sort of helping to bring a little more awareness to mental illness and those that suffer from it. So. And also, I have a surprise review for you that I've been keeping under my hat all week. Reveal. Am I going to love it? You are. Have I seen it? Yes. Am I going to love talking about it? Yes. Oh, that's exciting. Now I'm excited. He's back. Okay, we'll see you guys in a little bit. Well, the church thought, Paul, they're running out of you. We are back. Wow. What a... 
you know, we watched a strange movie, which we'll discuss, and then. Uh, but I gotta be honest, I I can't wait for this this re- teaser, this reveal, this reveal. secret flick. Yes. That you want to review? I've been I've been waiting for it. I went and well, I didn't went. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. Okay. I saw a movie. You want to give me a hint? See if I can guess. You walked out of it. I did. Alone. You saw the lighthouse. I saw the lighthouse. <laughs> oh, this is great. <laughs> And, and you loved it, didn't you? You famous, yeah, you assumed that I would uh, love this picture. Mm. And I was correct. Folks. You loved it. It was dog shit. Oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God. Crushingly boring, oh, thank one God. would say. <laughs> the kind of boring where you're like tapping your foot going like, like, get on with it. What are we doing here? <laughs> This is the the Robert Eggers movie starring Robert Will- Pattinson and um, Willem Dafoe. There it is. Willem Dafoe got nominated for an Oscar for this movie because there's one scene where he like yells a bunch, and it's like a single take, and it's not even that impressive. The and- only cool scene, and I'm just gonna spoil it because I don't care, is when Robert Pattinson kills the seagull. Yes. That's it. The only cool scene, and then we left like right after that. Well, that's the thing. It has like a bunch of like crazy imagery, and like it looks good. It's a good looking movie. Sure. But I mean, it means nothing if you don't have a good story. The story is unbelievably boring. It won't be cinematic. It just. It's just crazy imagery. It's like a really long music video with no music. And. When people talk about, like, art house films, this is, like, the new benchmark for, like, when someone's, like, you know, it's almost a parody of them. In fact, if it was, like, a secret spoof of art house films, it might be a masterpiece. But as it stands, it's, like... <laughs> yeah, it's, uh... It's, it's, it's... I hated everything about it. Yeah. And I even, like, the little tiny screen. Yes. What is a, that even called? Letter, not letterbox. It's no. something else. It's like anamorphic. It's it doesn't fill the screen. It's like you stupid fucking blabbermouth cunt. It's a box inside the screen. It's very distracting and doesn't need to be like that. It's uh, it was ridiculous. One of the worst movies of the year yeah. in 2019. I believe. Like, I believed between this and The Witch, Robert Eggers' first movie, like he's canceled. Yeah, I'm done with him. And also, he's this is the second movie. I don't know how I would have even watched this in the theater. The movie requires subtitles. You don't know what anyone's saying. They're talking in like a 400 years ago, like, brogue. I don't Who know Who is this Robert Eggers guy? I think that's his only two movies. And they literally both of them require subtitles. Yeah, I'm looking. He's Nothing else is that he's done. Is he did a documentary and some shorts. Yeah. I don't know. He's a big A24 guy. People love him. I'm not digging it. Mm-mm. Not into what he's selling. I'd rather He's be got like, a movie in pre-production called The Northman, mm-hmm. uh, written and directed by him, starring Nicole Kidman, Alexander Skarsgård, and Anya Taylor-Joy. Ooh, she's a babe. I like yes, her. She is, but that doesn't mean this isn't going to be the most boring movie ever made. Yeah, they'll both they'll all be speaking in some language that... Uh, hated it. I'd rather be lost at sea than ever see this lighthouse. Oh, thank God. I was waiting for you to love it, and it was going to make me so mad, and I'm sorry I, d- I doubted your excellence here. He's back. It's just, oof. I'd give it like a 2 out of 10. And also, I finished it, even though I hated it. because just Respect that. What happens at the end? 
just they lose their minds in the lighthouse. I could go into specifics, but I don't want to spoil. Why didn't they just leave? They're like marooned there. There's a bad storm. Okay. Like all movies like that, it's like we're I'm trapped. A fan of mischief. And it sucks. Wish it was good, but, but I don't know where all those like five star reviews are coming from. Everyone's out to lunch. Yeah, I hated every second of it. It sucks. Yeah. Big piece of shit. Do we um, want to talk about what we just watched moments ago? Let's do that, and then we'll talk about Horse Girl. Yes. Which I liked. I liked Horse Girl a lot, actually. All right, let's just do that real quick. Let's just bang that out, and yeah. then we can talk. Dude, I guess technically uh, Come to Daddy's the featured review, so. Um, Horse Girl is a Duplass Brothers movie with uh, Alison Brie. Brie friend of the show used mm. to do yoga at my studio in los angeles famously Ooh, that's fun and uh my xbox live name david pamer is also <laughs> in this and yes. this is like a cool like slow burn supernatural comedy drama kind of deal i actually i watched the first half of it with you and i forgot to finish it <laughs> so but what i saw i liked mm. it's cool and yeah. i won't ruin it for you but it's that's you fine. know it's i love the weird score and mm. I love that that's becoming like a, a cool trend that's happening in indie movies right now. Um, I, I mean, think that it's interesting that it's about mental illness and uh, that whole angle. I have a bit of PTSD from <laughs> mm. that being a part of my life for a little while. And yeah, the Does there's it, just a lot of in, like cringy stuff that's that's funny. Like there's the white guy rapping that's really embarrassing. Yeah. And like a couple other... There's a charming relationship with him and that guy from Search Party. We were talking about when we were watching it. Mm. That I don't know if he factors in much to the second half. But the whole movie, I think, was unique in the sense that it was from the perspective... It, it it's, it's a little all over the place like a lot of indie flicks tend to be. But it's mm. on Netflix, Alison Brie... Yes. It's uh oh can you shut that off? Yeah. Sorry, we got a production error here. Sarai? Sarai. Uh the dryer is on, folks. Yeah, and it's anything that do do Plas Brothers do, I'm into it. I find them They're cool. Know, they're cool. They're acting I take wish, it or leave it. I but. wish their HBO show Room One O Four was better. They I kinda like abandoned it this most it recent season. It was great in the beginning. Yeah. And then they just went I think they ran out of know, ideas. It's a one-room show. Yeah. It's for those that don't know. We talked about it before, but Room 20, Room One Hundred Four was a HBO show where every episode is a different plot, but in the same setting, and it's the setting of a motel room, and it's Room One Hundred Four, and it's Which, a twenty-five-minute show. So there's really not that much that can be done there. Yeah, I'd be into it if it was more. If they were like more clever about it. Yeah. If you were like, wow, I can't believe like every episode takes place in this one room, like. Instead, you're watching it, and you're just like, oh, this room again? And now it's just like some slightly different, awkward Maybe if the car. setting was a little bigger. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> so come on, I'll give you the tour. Maybe they get into room 105, and it's more spacious, <laughs> and it's like uh, the show's reborn. <laughs> that could be fun. Oh, man. But uh, yeah, we watched, we just watched Come to Daddy, yeah. which is now in theaters and on iTunes. New Elijah Wood vehicle. It was cool. We liked it. We didn't love it. It's one it of those was interesting. Like, yeah, it was fine. Yeah. yeah. I, would I watch it again? Probably not. No. Luckily, I bought it, so I've got it forever. <laughs> it was six ninety nine to rent and nine ninety nine to buy, and I was just like, I might as well add to the collection and waste three dollars because 
The six ninety nine yeah. rental is such a fuck you. I can't stand that shit. Yeah, they. It's a calculation. It's a of calculated course. play. They they know what they're doing. Yeah. And I just threw three dollars into the fucking trash, is what yeah. I did. But what if you don't watch it ever again? They got your three dollars and they took you. Yeah, but this was like something of a, a slow burn. Elijah Woods meeting his estranged father, and then he gets there, and it's kind of slow. And then it has like a big twist, and you're like, "What's the rest of this movie going to be about?" And then, yeah, like we can't even talk about much yeah. without it being ruined. Because I do recommend watching it. It was cool. I mean, and then you may see things we didn't. It's a, it's kind of strange, and I thought the exposition of the movie was a little out there. Like it was certain, certain stuff. I wish I wished they'd expanded on. Mm. And yeah. I do really like movies like this, though. I wrote that down. Mm. Like this, where there's a bunch of tension right from the beginning, and something major happens that you weren't expecting, and yeah. it's not like a. I hate like a. Four hours into the movie, there's a twist, you know, um, mm. like M. Night Shyamalan kind of deal. Yeah, I like a midway twist or yeah. like an early twist. Early twist is, is cool. Because, yeah, I enjoyed that that period of the movie where post-first twist, you're just like wondering like what's, you know, you have no idea where the movie's going. And then there's like maybe too many twists in the, the second half. The it's highlight twist of the movie for me was there was a fight scene with a man on a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> which is creative and something I've not seen before. I also noticed that in the movie, Elijah Wood has Asian characters tattooed to his neck under his ear. Mm. And I'm wondering, is that real? I'm going to Google it. I'm going to say it's probably not. I just wanted to make him look cute. But yeah, it did, slow burn-wise, it like had a built up to some crazy moments of violence. One in particular was just like... The toilet fight. Appalling. With the- yeah. It's uh, it's a gritty one. If you don't like your gore, stay uh, stay away from this one. I guess he just has tattoos on his arms. The neck one wasn't real. He's had kind of a weird career. Yeah. Elijah Wood. He was a kid actor, and then uh, with like the Good Son, and yeah. and then he got the Lord of the Rings movies, and it was famously set for life. Yeah. And now and then he had Wilfred, which was like a. <laughs> Whoa. Like I guess it was our a good show. But... I completely forgot that show existed. Yeah. I haven't thought about that show in years, and I don't. I think I watched every episode. Anyone else? Has I used to it. DVR it. If that tells you how long ago it was on the air. That uh, yeah, that show in. wasn't great. But yeah, now he does weird like indie stuff like that, and cool movies like this, like Come to Daddy. He's in that Netflix movie, I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. That he I'm and a big Daniel fan of. Radcliffe have had the same career. That's actually... And they look alike. That's a home run point right there. Think about it. Yeah, like he was Harry Potter, right. he was Frodo, and now they're like now doing they're, the weirdest movies they right. can find. Like Equus. <laughs> That's a home with run. That, remember that Equus cover that we joked about for, I don't know, three oh, yeah. years <laughs> with... with uh, Shia LaBeouf or whatever the <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe nude and he's yeah. putting his arm around a horse and just so strange yeah like oh I was a famous character everybody loves what's the weirdest thing I can do yeah. oh, oh a play with a I horse mean, where I'm naked I guarantee both of them have 20 million dollars or more and they just said I bet, I bet you uh, Radcliffe has more no I like that and actually Robert Pattinson almost kind of fits into this mm-hmm. too he was the Twilight guy and now he's like all right, let me find like the craziest, coolest. Ryan Gosling, kinda he, Mickey Mouse Club, but he's comparable. had some blockbusters now. He's le- that's less applicable with him. Yeah. Daniel Radcliffe has a hundred and ten million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. Okay, so there's no way Elijah has that much. My boy's got stacks. Elijah Wood has $30 million. So, I mean, he's... I never buy those. Although, I, mean, I guess they've got to be sub- ballpark. The way right? I see it is subtract or add 10, and it's still impressive, is yeah. how I think about it. So even if he only has $15 million, that's enough to live on. That's fair. And same goes for... I, I would imagine... Um, Radcliffe's is closer because the Harry Potter, the Harry Potter, Harry Potter, Harry Potter, Harry Potter, the Harry Potter movies were a home run, compared blockbuster wise, like yeah. money wise, yeah, compared exactly. to Lord of the Rings. Mm. I well, think, and there's, there's more there of them. Yeah, I like the Harry Potter movies much more than Lord of the Rings. I'm more of a Lord of the Rings guy. They're both kind of write-offs, though. Okay, folks, next episode: <laughs> Potter versus Rings. <laughs> we're gonna get into it. We're really mixing it up. Um, are, don't you see that uh, the uh-huh. metaphors um, in uh, uh, J.R.R. Tolkien's... But yeah, that was uh, Come to Daddy. Yeah. Now, um, um, what iTunes. else? What else we got? Oh, we got to do shots. Shots. What'd you yes. shot this week? Anything? I got a couple. I shot some stuff on the plane. And one of them, was, I actually was going to go back. I shot her smell, the Elizabeth Moss movie where she's like a rock star mm. with a drinking problem and drug problem. And I was going to go back. And then I realized when you shut an iTunes rental you on your iPad it, mm-hmm. and, you, and then you turn it off or whatever, you can't turn it back on, which sucks. Because it's like your rental, it said your rental has expired. And it's like, well, I started it. And yeah. then I paused it and, sh- and and closed my iPad, yeah. And then tried to go on my next flight when I was flying home and wanted to mm. finish it. And they said it had expired. And it's like, well, I had the rental for twenty nine days. What difference does it? Do I have to watch it in one sitting? Yeah. I paid seven dollars for this movie. I should be able to watch it however the fuck I want. That's a really good point. They're obviously just sneaky about it. And the second you press play, your rental window of thirty six oh, yes. hours or whatever starts ticking, and then they. They shut you down. Yeah, that's annoying. Well, you can rent a movie and sit on it for 30 days and not press play. Yeah, that's the That's thing. the annoying part. Who's doing that? Yeah. Like, that's a, that's a feature that they're like, don't worry about it. Yeah. But, I mean, the second you press play, like, what if you get up to go to the bathroom and, like, your computer, you're watching it on your computer and it goes to sleep or something. Mm. And then, what, you come back, it's just gone? They probably bank on that. Yeah. On, like, people, yeah. How many people are going to go, all right, fuck it, and just rent it again? Good amount. Probably, if you want to see the end. Well, I mean, I don't think her her smell will probably be on Hulu in like a week, if th- it isn't already. I think that's on HBO, actually. Yeah. Because I saw, I, I remember putting it in my queue and something. Well, it sucks. I was <laughs> going to finish it, but it sucks. Yeah, that was one, I saw a lot of rave reviews, but didn't think it looked Well, you, you like Elizabeth Moss, so take a peek if it's free. Um, I also stops. shut um, John Henry with... Terry Crews, the large guy from friend of the show, friend of the show from <laughs> what was he in the Friday movies? I can't remember anything he's done. Terry White Cruz. chicks, the Old Spice commercials. He's on Brooklyn Nine Nine now. That's his big Ugh. gig, which yeah. is a fine show. Whatever, it's got some laughs. He's kind of a one note guy. Does he? How is he in this? Does he? Does he work as a gritty? Uh, it's vigilante. No, no it's not. <laughs> it, it's not. You're thinking it's like a, you know, like a black exploitation John Wick, and it just isn't. It's just dumb, and it sort of sits in place. And there's like a woman, and just there's nothing that happens. It's I hated it. I hated every second of it. It was the worst of my shots. How was Chris Ludicrous? Chris Ludicrous Bridges. 
Yeah, that's a terrible name, so I don't blame you for fumbling it. Um, he sucked, as he always does. Mm. And the how he keeps getting work, we'll never know. Well, he just, like, tripped into the Fast and Furious franchise, so people think he's, like, an actor, because those movies make money. Right. And, he's and they just keep putting him in because they bring back everybody. Mm. Even um, Lucas Black is coming back in the new one. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. And he knew that. Bow Wow also. Yes. Yeah. I, I saw They're Bow Wow. famously in Tokyo Drift. <laughs> I saw Bow Wow on set photos, and I was like, oh my God, it's all happening. And uh, I shut that because it stunk. And American Factory, the documentary, I mm. shut that. I enjoyed that. But... Yeah, a lot of people said they liked it. It won an Oscar. I mean, I thought, why not, why not give it a whirl? But mm. I was bored. Obama produced it. Yeah. Well, uh, not sure why you shut it. I uh, would appreciate if you could have finished it. Worked really hard. My uh, production company is my new, uh, the fruit of my labor. I just thought it was an interesting documentary about, it's about this Chinese company opening a factory in America and like them making the American workers adapt to like their way of doing things. And obviously there's a lot of uh, turmoil that arises. It was interesting. I'm really rich. Speaking of documentaries that we shut off, I'm going to sneak in real quick. Mick Millions? Oh, you didn't like it? Hated it. It's boring, huh? <laughs> I thought this was going to be like the hot new documentary. Yeah, I was looking forward to that. Yeah. It sucked, huh? I don't like it at all. They got this... Well, I like it? I don't think so. It's very boring, and the main guy that they're interviewing is like unbelievably irritating. And like thinks he's hilarious and is like telling all these stories. <sighs> And it's like, was this guy ever in the FBI? He's like a chuckle. <laughs> Dope, but this is the story about uh, people that rigged the M McDonald's Monopoly game mm. years ago when they first rolled that out. And yeah, I don't know. It's on HBO. And I couldn't even make it through the first episode. I guess it's one of five. So it's going to be like a five-hour ordeal. I'm, I'm out. I'm you're, not, you're not done. feeling it. Yeah. Are they all up? They're doing it one, the HBO style once a, one a week, right? Yeah, I yeah. think the second one's probably up. At this Trying point. to suck us in. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I'm good. But yeah, I mean that sucks. I was me, uh, me and Lucy were gonna Lucy and I were going to watch that. Yeah, we'll still give it a go. Maybe you'll dig uh, it. Fans when know you tell me something sucks like that, it just, it just it pops my fucking balloon, and it's like I go even if I go into it, and then I've, I can't even think of a time where I've said, you know what, I'm going to ignore Scott mm. and roar in on this, and then I've loved it. Like I can't come up with one instance. Well, I like it. I'm turned off. It's it's not happening. Mm. I hear you. What else you shut? I got one more actually. I, I shut, shut off Brightburn Ooh. with Elizabeth Banks. I actually like that. <laughs> what did you like about it? I thought it was a cool, gritty, little evil Superman movie. Also, ooh, I can't believe you shot it. That movie has some crazy gore scenes that you would love. You should turn that back on. What do you like about it? <laughs> um, all right, I'll give it another go. Like insane. It was my like... honorable mention, I guess, whatever you want to call it, in my shots. I, if I should start ranking them, shuttiest shut. This is. <laughs> I almost hung in there. There was seventeen minutes left. Hmm. Oh, Which is a silly like time to shut a shot. I know. It's, I, so, it, I shut it. Did you see the part where he lifts the guy up in the car and then like his jaw? Yeah, like, that was cool. Yeah. When he dropped the car and the steering yeah. wheel went through his was face. Awesome? It was pretty awesome. It had a bunch of scenes like I'm that. Gonna, you know what, folks? I'm going to let this one rise from the dead and I'm going to finish it. He's back. Yeah, like not amazing, but for what it was, <clears throat> it was a cool like hour and a half mm -hmm. gritty little movie. I also shut Letter Kenny. 
which is now on Hulu. Do you know about this show? People always recommend it to me. Like, your sense of humor, you're going to love this. Exactly. People, like... You're going to think like, this is hilarious. Like, you specifically, Scotty Boy, are going to love this yeah, show. Yeah, they wrote... There's people are always pushing it. Like, it would be tailored for us. And you know what I say to that? I go to school and I wreck. And yeah, people saying it's like Trailer Park Boys. It's no. It's not anything like Trailer Park. Well, I guess it is that it's like an underdog community of rascals, but it's just these weird hockey guys in Canada, and it's nothing more than voice humor. Like, it doesn't even have jokes. You're just supposed to be laughing at, like, the fact that they have a weird Canadian voice. <laughs> Full of dirty old cheeseburgers. Yeah, I don't... And yeah, just like fast. Talking. I've been putting it off on purpose because I didn't trust the people that recommended it. I, I almost never listen to a recommendation. How about that? Mm. People are like, "You're gonna <laughs> love it." I'm just like, "No, I don't think so. I think that you're wrong." What else we got? But yeah, I, oof, I hated that. You and shut also, anything else? I know I you shut something shut else. Indebted. The What's new that? NBC show. Oh, starring. What are you doing with the, with the well, network I mean, shows? Adam Pally's on it, who I'm a fan of. With Fran Drescher? That yes. one that you sent me the thing? And it's okay. also okay. got that guy from Wings, the main guy. Steven Weber yes. or the other guy from... Okay. Steven Weber. He's the dad. And they're he all fun. notoriously did not tip me, tip me uh, in Los Angeles. I waited on him at an event, and it was open bar. This is a reveal. But I was getting tipped from all the other you know, F-list celebrities, and Steven <laughs> Weber decided to stiff me. Wow. That's a reveal. Folks, you heard it here first. Steven Weber does not tip. Bad tipper. That's kind of fucked up. The, uh, but yeah, I wanted to like it because Adam Pally's funny, but this is just like, it's too old school of a sitcom. It has a... Laugh track? The laugh track is roaring at such a clip. Uh, at such a clip, it like never stops. I it was distracting and I was like I couldn't even pay attention at a point. That sucks. It's like give us a moment to breathe in between like jokes that aren't even funny anyways. Like You know what I mean? Uh, I, I do. Don't know. Not a good show. You're done. You're never ever going to go back. No. Yeah, I don't. I mean, there's too many shows. Once it's shut, it's over. I hear you. He's in. Um That's all I shut this week. There's a movie I've been meaning to check out. <laughs> Is it? Would you want to check out this new hip hip movie? Hip independent. Uh, she was a know. hip hip lady. <laughs> Fat bull waiting for him. <laughs> Be a whole lot cooler if you did. Let's party, watch ninety party seconds at the of moon the party. tower. Full kegs. Everybody's gonna be there. <laughs> oh shit! I unlocked. <laughs> a day's confused. Fucking. For like fucking ever. <laughs> the fuck. Um, I was talking to someone recently who revealed they don't like that movie, and I don't think I'd ever heard anyone. What say don't that. they like about it? Exactly, <laughs> it's, like, it's such a fun, light, enjoyable flick. Maybe the most watchable like. I'd thing. let them get away with if you called it overrated, which it is. But I love That's it. Fair. Yeah, I agree. Underrated. With that take ben completely. Affleck, best character in the movie. He's good. He really is a. Scene with that stealer. paddle and like, <laughs> the mother pulling the gun on him, and he should do that more often. Be like. The dickhead, he fucking he's crushes a, it. He's as awesome as a dickhead, yeah. Like yeah. in Mallrats and that, and Chasing Amy, and, and Gone Girl to an extent. He's like kind of. I actually just dickish. bought Gone Girl. Lucy and I are gonna watch that. I fucking love that movie. Yeah, it's awesome, and I haven't seen it, and I haven't seen it since it first came out on video. 
such a good rewatch. I was gonna say I've only watched it once too, so it's it's almost gonna be. I'm almost more excited for this viewing than the next. The last yeah. time I watched it, I had the flu and I could barely sit up. So this time um, we're roaring in, cooking with gas. Maybe tomorrow night. Ooh. Um, How you doing? Okay. I got, I got a movie to, to put about on. that next week on the program. This like, is 90 seconds of the padded. Scott already said it. Here it is. <laughs> Scott. <clears throat> Hi, my name's Scott Sweeney. I'm from the Commonwealth. I feel like we've been on the therapy okay, scene you know, for six lie, weeks. Am I wrong? We're just living life. A few more meetings before we even talk about prescriptions. Look, look. I'm having panic attacks, all right? <laughs> the other night I thought I was having a fucking heart attack. I puked in a trash barrel on the way over here. I haven't slept for fucking weeks. Is that true? Yeah, that's true, all right? I said something fucking true. I want some fucking pills, and you're gonna what? You're gonna you're gonna close my Give file? Give him some pills. Is that what you're gonna do? File. I, I know, I, I, I thought I was supposed to tell the truth here. You're <laughs> only fucking you here. You are, yes. You fucking are, okay? Every instinct of, of privacy, of self-reliance that he has, and what do you do? What do you do, honey? Two you pills? On the street to score smack? Is that what you do? You're fucking ridiculous. Also, the score for this movie is so ridiculous. This, like, twangy... White little, like, banjo yeah. in the background. I don't think I've ever mentioned that in the countless episodes we've been watching this. Great. Why don't you just give me a bottle of scotch and a handgun to blow my fucking head off? Are we done here with this psychiatry bullshit? You know what? You what, can what leave. What the fuck did I just put myself through? I'm fucking out. I'm going to fucking Fenway. What that was a legitimate To fucking threat? hang out. Think about it. Hot shot. Wow. I have bad news. Wow. That's it. Why is the last patient? Look what we're coming up on that envelope pass that you like so much <laughs> for next week. That's one. That's a teaser. It's a little Scotty Easter egg. Um. You got anything else? No, that seems but like a show. nobody knows walls better than me, believe me. I'm going to try a little reverse psychology. No one ever sends us emails or corresponds with us in any way. Folks, do not send us an email at enoughthepodcast.gmail. Don't even, don't even think about it. Enoughthepodcast.gmail.com. Our mailbox is full. We do not want your emails. Do not follow Enough the Podcast I'm on I'm telling Instagram. you with peace and love, we do not want your emails. Peace and love, peace and love. After February 14th, no emails will be read. I'm peace saying this love, with peace and, and love. love. Uh, that's, Hello. That's all I got, you. I was born in Shropshire. What are your plugs? I mean, follow us, rate, review, the whole deal. Check out Uncle to Uncle, Bobby Horror Picture Show, some other podcasts that are fun. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Skip Season. And you hit the post. You should have left it. <laughs> I know. You had it. What did you do that for? I it was mean, a great post hit. I was proud of you. And then you fuck. roared back in with nonsense. Fuck. <laughs> Folks, I've had enough. Um, yeah, I'm Ryan Ankner. Uh, my Instagram is Ankner, A-N-K-N-E-R. And to jokes aside... I'm still looking for personal trainers. I'm trying to expand my enterprise, and I would like to have you help me do it. So if you know somebody, I will give, I'll do whatever it takes to get them in here. I, I don't know what type of a prize I'm offering you, but maybe it's a guest spot on the show. Maybe it's a free AnkFit t-shirt. Maybe a guest spot on the show wearing an AnkFit t-shirt. Keep that in mind. Wow. That's juicy. Folks, get in here. And don't forget to have a good one, man. Bye. And yes, please have a go.